This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. All right, Blake. So I know you're aware of this. I'm sure you heard it maybe multiple times growing up as your parents kind of issue a word of advice as far as who you hang out with. And there's this phrase that says you are the sum total of those who you hang out with. And there's, you know, a variety of versions of that phrase just to encourage you to make sure you're you're selecting your mates and your friendships um, appropriately and with wisdom. Have you ever heard that? And if so, as you've grown older, what are some of your thoughts around the validity of that statement? Yeah, I've definitely heard it. And it's really true, depending, I guess, on on how you think of it. I guess the, the truth mm. is in when you want to achieve something, and that's what this podcast is really about. It's about how can I focus on the right things so that I can create the life, the work, the reality that I want to create. And when you want to achieve something, your people group, the the environment that you're in is a huge, huge factor in that. And it's either going to propel you into that, or it can hold you back or keep you sort of treading water. But environment is huge. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind when we were talking about this was when I was in college. Do you know what I majored in college, Verbs? Have we discussed this? I don't believe we have. But please continue. What was your I'm major give in college? You th- I'm going to give you three guesses. Okay. My <laughs> first guess would be marketing. Okay. Great guess. Wrong. Man. Uh, second guess would be um, music. You were a jazz major. <sighs> yes, I was a music major. Can you get closer? You're very warm right now. Because you typically don't just on, major in me. music, right? You usually have so, some- Were you music. a performance major? Technically, yes, uh, for part part of college. Yes, were, you, were we basing it up? Is that what we were doing? We were ba- we were basing we were basing it up. I studied bass, and then this. So here's the reason why I wanted to tell the story. So I went to this school, uh, and I wasn't planning on majoring in bass. Uh, I did want to be a part <clears throat> of the vocal program, believe it or not. And during, well, I don't have to tell this whole story. Anyway, they they said, hey, this is a school of like 1,600 people, this college in a cornfield in Indiana. And they're like, hey, we'll give you a, a scholarship, a bigger scholarship if you uh, play upright bass. Because I happen to be able to play upright bass. They're like, we don't have an upright bassist in this whole school. We'll give you a scholarship if you major in bass. Yeah. And I said, sure. And so I was playing and I was taking bass lessons. And in my heart of hearts, I I had no interest in orchestra or playing orchestral music on the upright bass. I did love music. At that point in my life, it was the funnest, most fulfilling thing I had done. And I loved playing bass guitar specifically. And I remember I had this music teacher who was an absolutely uh, just phenomenal upright bass player. I mean, he was just, he could make just gorgeous music come out of the bass. And he was hired to really just be my, uh, he was hired like part-time just to give me lessons because they didn't have a teacher, but he painted houses for a living. And I was in this environment where I really wanted to play 
music. And I was like, man, I wonder if I could do that for a living. And I even confided in this bass teacher, you know, I'd love to play bass guitar actually. Uh, and he was like, he's like, come on, man, bass guitar is a toy. And he had a point. Bass guitar is way easier. I don't care who, who you talk to way easier than upright bass. And I was like, yeah. Um, but in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, so here I am. I'm in the middle of a cornfield in Indiana. I'm literally the only person who plays this instrument. And the one person who's supposed to be my champion into the field that I want to go into is undermining because of his own life experience, even the potential mm. for me to do that. You know, mm. and I was like, okay, something has to change. And I transferred schools. So my sophomore year, I went to Nashville, Tennessee, where I still reside. And all of a sudden in Nashville, I wasn't the only bass player on campus, but I was probably the worst bass player on campus because there were dozens of not just bass players who could play upright bass, but bass guitarists. And my teachers, um, for those who don't know, I went to a school called Belmont University and the instructors there are like, old rock legends who wanted to get off the road and like teaching and education. Like legitimately there's like really, really accomplished musicians. Um, yes. Uh, at, at the school. And so they're not, I mean, they didn't paint houses for a living. They played bass guitar and played rock music and still, a lot of them still did, you know, they'd leave, <laughs> we had instructors who would leave for a semester cause they were touring, you know, with Phil Collins and the like. So my level of improvement, if you're listening, you can guess, the amount I improved my freshman year versus the amount I improved that first, I improved more in my sophomore year of college than the previous eight years that I had been playing bass guitar. And it was all because of my environment, the people that I surrounded myself with. I, naturally, I didn't even have to try or think about having to practice or whatever, you know? So that to me is the first, that's a long story, but that was a transformational example you know of the power of who you surround yourself with yeah and i think there's multiple like analogies that we can apply to to this um to this statement of the benefits or the transformation that could actually occur when you're putting yourselves in these environments but i think something that, that was key that you mentioned was like you decided hey this is something that i want to do you you've in essence you formulated a goal around being a great bass player and once that was kind of solidified or at least discovered in your mind, you were able to kind of distinguish the other voices that were going to be an obstacle to you getting there if you continued to stay in that environment. I mean, it's 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 um it's amazing once you you identify the goal or whatever the pursuit might be, then you're kind of locked into this path and then you start to make different decisions and you have a template to kind of say, if I'm going to get here, this is where I need to be, this is these are the types of relationships that I need to pursue people that are further down that pathway than I am. Um, and I need to get around them and do as much as I can to absorb what they're doing because I want to reach said goal. Um, and I think that's kind of the essence. Like when you talk about musicians, uh, there's this term called shedding and that's where you're, mm -hmm. you're just kind of thrown into the, to the middle of everything. People are just, they're playing the way they would play. There's not necessarily like a teaching structure going on, but you're in the middle of it and you're absorbing kind of what everybody else is doing and trying to mimic uh, what they're doing to be able to 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 up your skill, to level up in your skill of being able to play in those sorts of environments. And um, but I think that's key is really formulating what do you want to happen? What goal do you want to set, whether it's music, whether it's writing, whatever the goal is? And then what does it take to get into these environments to to level up in your skill sets? 
to be able to do those mm-hmm. things. Today, we're talking about the importance of relationships in our lives as it pertains to goals that we may set for ourselves and what environments we can place ourselves in and the people that we place around us to help achieve those goals. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, sitting here with my good friend, Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you, Blake. Happy Monday unto you, Verbs. <laughs> was that, you were, you were playing the bass during the, uh, during the intro there? <laughs> I was, I was. Speaking of music, I remember you saying, we connected on music and talking about music, I think since the day we met at Full Focus, but uh, since maybe it was last year or the beginning of this year, I, I remember you were talking about, it was last year, you were, you were wanting to uh, be working that muscle again. You know, you have mm. a history of writing, creating, performing, and what I saw on my social media feed this year was you'd actually formed a partnership essentially. And this is a little moment of maybe some free advertising for that partnership, but that was the first thing that came to mind. You know, when we talk about wanting to, hey, I want to bring this part of my heart to life, you know, this desire Mm -hmm. I have, this goal that I have. And I wonder if you could talk about that for a moment, that journey that you had and then sort of what you're doing now creatively. Yeah, no, that's that's a good question. And I think Again, the benefits of what we talk about here week after week of what does it look like to walk those things out, to have a goal, to to formulate a goal in a life domain of some sort, and then the steps it takes to get there. So, yeah, I think for me, it was, you know, talking about, hey, I would love to do some writing again, get back into music after years. So for those that don't know, I was, you know, a professional art recording artist, uh, but the last actual record I recorded was way back in 2007. And then I just been on a undefined hiatus since then. Um, and through, you know, through the years, the whole way that music is recorded and released is, is totally different. And so I knew that, you know, 
for me, maybe that's something that I did in the past and I just leave it there. But there was always still just this desire in my heart to uh, to want to re- record and write and uh, get back into that creative process. But one of the things I know that I missed the most is, again, the way with the whole digital revolution and how things are recorded now, there's there's less need for people to be inside the studio together writing the song. And it takes a lot, a lot of scheduling. It takes a lot of ranging of people's times just to get people in the same room. But the benefit to that was there's a different level of energy and inspiration that's inside the room when you have a bunch, a bunch of people or a handful of people in the same space at the same time working creatively to accomplish something. And so at the beginning of last year, um, I connected with a friend of mine, another artist that I that I worked with in the past, and we were just having this conversation and said, hey, man, what would it be like if we can get in the same room? Again, this is post COVID and shutdown and all that, but what would it be like if we can get in the same room and just, you know, listen to some music and see if we can write some stuff together versus emailing ideas and concepts back and forth? And that's kind of where it began. But that was the one thing that I knew, you know, if this could, if anything could get the wheels going and, and um, like you said, help flex this muscle where I felt like there was some atrophy there, then it would be being able to connect with somebody else in the same space to work creatively. And so that's what we did. We spent, you know, a few months uh, just trying to get the formula right. And eventually we said, hey, I think what we're coming out with is worth, you know, putting out there to the public. And, you know, what, what would that look like? So we set and formulated a goal around releasing, you know, a small project and, uh, and started pursuing that. But again, the, it was, yeah, it was work to do it, you know, being with all the other life domains, being a dad, being a husband, uh, working mm-hmm. a full-time job, um, and the guy that I work with having the same sort of schedule, but the motivation was there. And the fact that we were doing it, you know, as a partnership versus as two, you know, solo artists was beneficial to that whole process as well. So it helped, um, one, make it a reality, but then it was worth the motivation was there to really see the thing all the way through because we could have just wrote a song and be like, oh, that was cool. And then, you know, the song is still sitting on a hard drive somewhere. But the goal was to actually get it out for other people to hear and experience the the music that we were creating. So, yeah, it's a powerful thing when you aren't trying to go it alone and the more right. out there or the bigger your goal is, I think the that much more. Uh, do you need to be intentional about surrounding yourself with the right people? And it sounds like this was an organic connection uh, that you have with this other artist. But I would say for those listening who feel like, oh, I've heard this message before, but there's no one around who wants to do X, Y, Z thing. Or, you know, I have all these, you know, I've been in this community for forever and all my friends I've had since high school and those are so meaningful to me. And it's not that you have to, I think, ditch people that you care about or something like that. But right. when I think about what has transformed my life, a lot of the times those communities, I, I mentioned my story of changing colleges, most of the time it has required a payment, a payment of money, a payment of moving. I've moved a few times in my life and each of them was based on the community. I mean, there's another example. I moved from Nashville right after I graduated to California, again, for a community that I wanted to be a part of because I wanted to grow at a specific thing. You know, another example is um, I, I can remember paying to be, and I've done this a number of times, whenever I've wanted to learn something new in business, uh, I tend to pay to be a part of a community of people 
that have normalized that behavior, who have normalized that skill set, that sort of, hey, I want to be the the newbie in the group. I don't want to be the one that's always having to lead, always have. And I think the reason that's so important is because reaching a goal is hard enough, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Like you said, managing all the different life domains and then trying to do something else, it's hard enough. And it, it can be really, really daunting. And if you have to be the one making all the decisions or leading so much or overcoming resistance again and again and again, uh, man, you're, it, it's, it's, it's an uphill battle. So I think that's part of the value of, of being with people who have normalized that is that or, or paying to be a part of a, a program or a group or a community or something where there's already the grooves are already set in motion. That's why people, I mean, not to bring it back to music, but that's why people move to Nashville, right? It's like people go, right. oh, well, there's so much competition in Nashville. It's like, no, 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 no. In Nashville, it's normal to be an artist that works. Right. That's the power. That's why people move here. Yeah. And even like what you just said, it's if, even if there is competition, you can view that in a positive way as, you know, okay, if that if there's this level of competition and the standard of an artist is this, are there any skills that I possess that I can level up a little bit by, like you said, was it if it's seeking out a mastermind or some community that'll help me increase my skill set so I can become a competitor in that type of market? Because again, it'll all draw you to seeking out a community, whether it's organic, whether it's something uh, that you want to learn, or where there's a titch, uh, to where there's a tuition or maybe a sacrifice attached to it. Does it help you get closer to the goal that you're really trying to attain? Um, and if so, count the cost of what that looks like and figure out if that's something that's doable uh, for you to to engage it in that sort of way. We're all musicians here. I'm popping in. I just have to sit mm -hmm. here and I'm loving what's yes. happening. We're all musicians. <laughs> and I was just thinking about, oh, people pushing you forward. And you think about somebody recently told me that the Beatles were overrated. And I love the Beatles. My newborn son has a name related to the Beatles in a way. And I sat with that and I went, is that true? Are the Beatles overrated? And mm. then I picked up a uh, magical mystery tour. It's on my on vinyl on my shelf. And it had like the back side of magical mystery tour has like, hello, goodbye. You know, all you need is love. It has just like five, like defining songs of a generation, just on the B mm -hmm. side of an album. And you go, okay, what's happening here? And you think about what are the odds that Paul McCartney and John Lennon just happened to be the two, two of the best songwriters in the world. Just, they just ran into each other and they went, great, let's make great songs. Like we're always going to take mm -hmm. our songs and be great at it. It happens to be that they met young and they, without each other, it's very clear that they would never have been able to create just like this soundtrack of the sixties in so many people's lives. It's only because they were there for sure. And then George Harrison watching this happen ends up maybe being the best songwriter of all of them. Maybe, you know, it's, it's very, it's very fun to think about just how important it is to put yourself next to like greatness or even people who aspire to be great and see what happens. Yeah. The Beatles are not overrated yeah. by the way. <laughs> no, it is interesting that you went with the name Yellow Submarine. I think that was a bold, um, that was a bold choice, but bold move. memorable. Wow. So here's some food for thought for you today. Take some time. Think of someone you're inspired by. Maybe it's some ones who you've uh, been encouraged by in the past who are doing something similar to what you want to accomplish. 
and think of how you might be able to connect with them today. So you can reach Verbs that at verbs <laughs> at fullfocus.co slash. On all platforms, yes. Verbs. And if you want to make more connections with people that are going after their goals using tools that we talk about every week here on the podcast, search for the Full Focus Planner group on Facebook. It's free to join, free to be a part of, and it's an inspiring group of high achievers just like yourself. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to join the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. But until then, stay Stay focused. focused. (laughs) Your guys' faces, that was very funny. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.